Thanks for joining us. Today on What'd She Just Say, my mom and I dive into part one of Which Movies Have Scarred Us? And of course, stay tuned to see how we turn this conversation into one all about Jesus. Hey, y'all there, internetters. What'd she just say? Today on What'd She Just Say, we are going to be talking about movies that scarred us. And I think we both have two. I know I do. I, I have like, I probably have two more than lists. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll narrow it down. <laughs> so the very first one that comes to mind for me. So I'm a nerd. That means people think you like all nerd things like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Star Trek. I don't like Harry and Potter I'm and Lord married of the Rings. I'm a nerd. And so therefore they yeah. think by default you what is are. Osmosis? Is that the right word? No. Guilty by association. That's osmosis. Osmosis is like the transfer (laughs) of something. That is not a conversation for today. Anyway. (laughs) But I don't like Lord of the Rings and I don't like Harry Potter. And it's because of one character in particular. So when I was six years old, probably, maybe a little bit older than that. Yeah, I think. I don't remember. We went to visit my grandparents and my cousin was there and he's older than I am. And so he was watching Lord of the Rings. Which I didn't know. Which we didn't know. And so I'm going in to say hi to him because we just got there. And I walk in right on the scene where Gollum is cutting, is eating Frodo's finger to get the ring. That is traumatizing as a young child. Yeah. As an adult. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I still can't. But (laughs) I was super scared about that. And... For weeks, I just had nightmares that he was sitting at the edge of my bed, which also this is not an uncommon thing. I found out this has happened to a lot of people. So it's not just me. Yeah. So that's one of them. And then when we tried to watch Harry Potter, couldn't do that because Dobby reminded me of Gollum, which I know everyone loves him because he's cute. No, 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 can't do it. It's not for me. Not my thing. I just... Everyone I, else can have it. I don't like scary nothing. Like, no. I don't even... Haunted houses. No. 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 I literally, there's like, scare you to death. I think that could be me. I went to a haunted <laughs> house once, passed out. They came with the chainsaw, passed out. Literally passed out. I cannot, cannot do the scary... I don't want... I don't... Uh, people want I don't want to be, be scared. Yeah. It's like they pay to be scared. No. No. No thanks. I, I don't want to be scared. It's like, what is the... Uh, one of my movies is The Birds. You know how I feel about yes, birds. I also Creepy don't like birds. Birds. And you know, that lady that was like the one of the stars, the blonde lady, I can't think of her name. I'm, I'm pretty sure I think she ended up in the loony bin because of that movie. <laughs> I'm serious. Like she went a little it. crazy. And I thought, there is no amount of money. I don't care. They're like, here, do this movie about birds, scorpions, snakes, bears, even if it's Winnie the Pooh. Sorry, no, bear. Uh-uh. I'm out. You don't like no. Winnie the Pooh? I... He's a bear. You don't know. He's a wild animal. He is a you don't animal. Know. You don't know what's no, going to take no, place. No. Wild animals are wild no, for a reason. A I'm Blair's just the poo. I'm He's out. I don't animal. care. No amount of money or fame is going to get me to get with snakes, <laughs> scorpions, bears, even Pooh Bear. Sorry, Pooh Bear. Love you. I'll watch you from afar, but I'm not going to start a movie with you. I'm just saying. No one's asking you to star in any movie. Right. But I'm just saying, if that was 
my lot might to be famous as a movie star. Oh, okay. If they're saying there's going to be snakes, scorpions, there's you know, going to be anything bears, that's remotely terrifying. Yeah, mice, even Stuart Little. People like no, no, no thanks. Out, <laughs> creepy, crawl. I'm out. I'm no. gone. Mm-mm. See ya. <laughs> Not my thing. But definitely Wizard of Oz, Flying Monkeys. See, I mean, that's so creepy. <laughs> the Flying Monkeys are creepy. And the Green Witch Lady, like, she scared me to death, like, when I was a kid. It's honestly even scary I, when they pour the water on her. Yeah. And she's I, I think melting, I, I just I'm clo- melting. I close my eyes a lot at that. And then, the you know, my biggest pet peeve is Lord of the Rings. Dad, of course, I loves all those movies because he is a total nerd on those i mean i'll read the book and bring out my own imagination from that yeah. but i do not want to see okay they really lied to me i feel like because the <laughs> hobbit i love the hobbits yes i love the the elves they're really cool and i like the dwarfs yes how could you cool. not but you lose me when you bring on those creepy orcs 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 what are they orcs was correct okay orcs <laughs> When you bring them on and the, Gollum. yeah, the, my precious guy, yep. I, I, Smeagol, I, I, I can't, they call him. and you know, we went to see the Hobbit yep, and I literally crick in my neck because the Hobbit, I'm thinking the, the, the previews are showing, you know, it's, it's in New Zealand. I want to go to New Zealand cause that's where they filmed mm-hmm. part of the Hobbits. I'm like, the Hobbits, you know, it's going to be about the Hobbits. It's literally named the Hobbits. <laughs> it's going to be all about the Hobbit little villages and they're going to go and it's going to be so cute. Five minutes. It's like five minutes of the Hobbit Village. Five minutes I got. Three hours of turning my neck. Looking at you. Remember that? We yes. looked at each other. We just like, looked at this each other. This isn't for three the hours. Hobbits. And Dad's all happy because it's, you know, the rest of whatever it is. But I I do not do not like that movie. And I who is it? I don't know who makes those movies, but if you make a movie, if they're listening, probably not listening, yeah, but they not. ever listen to this, they should make that would be, I'm telling you, I would, that would, I think that would be a bestseller for the non-scare. I mean, I'm sure we're not the only people. Oh, I'm sure. The non-scare crowd. They want to see. We want to see dwarfs, elves, and hobbits. Living together. The, the only, it's like fairyland. I mean, yep. just all, yep. they're happy. No one comes and mean and tries. And <laughs> that I would kind of be boring. No. <laughs> I would be okay even if the little dragon wanted to come. He wasn't too he's scary. He's not a little dragon. He's well, huge. I mean, he wasn't too creepy. I mean, he no, likes his he's gold not. or whatever. That's a good picture of sin and greed and how it distorts you. But anyway, those were kind of, and I just, The Wizard of Oz is just my major. Yeah. I, I don't like them. It's just creepy. The I'm going to get you my pretty. It's like, ugh. Yeah. You're, you're scary. That's scary to kids. Yeah. I, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't like scary. I like happy. I like it to have a happy ending. Yep. I just, I like happy. Yeah, watch movies to to feel good yeah. about, to escape reality, because it's already scary enough. Yes. So I don't need yes. a movie to scare I don't. me. I don't. I can do that all on my own. With yeah. my own thoughts, I can scare myself. My second movie mm. is 1917, which is actually a really popular movie. It came out, like, a couple years ago, but the reason it scarred me... It's a war movie mm. about World War One. I. I love war movies. And though. the reason it scarred me was because when my husband and I went on our honeymoon, we were going to watch a movie one night, <laughs> and my husband suggests 1917, and I know he really likes war movies, so I'm trying to, mm. okay, 
okay, I'll watch what right. you want to watch. That's fine. And we start watching it, and the way that the movie is done is just really makes you feel like you are in this war with them. Right. And I just, we just have had people in our family that are in the military that died in wars. So I just, it was just felt really real to me and just, I couldn't do it. So I'm like sobbing. And it's on my honeymoon. I don't want to be sobbing on my honeymoon. I want to be having fun. Yeah. So I was like, turn this off. We can't watch this. Yes. And I haven't been able to revisit it since. Yeah, I get that. I was like, why did you think this was a good idea to watch on our honeymoon? He was like, I didn't think it was going to make you cry. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, man, sometimes they don't get that emotional part that us women can have. So, yeah, (laughs) that's funny. But I'm it's people love that movie. If you like war movies. I do like war movies, but yeah, sometimes it just depends. I can't watch all of them. Depends. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking about movies and just how they, oh, and Elaine, I was talking to her, my friends, and (laughs) because we always thought, she, I know, I never watched Westerns, but my dad always watched a lot of them. I never sat down and watched them because I didn't really want to watch those when I was a kid, but I just remember that. Unless they have a good love story. Yeah, I still didn't watch. (laughs) (laughs) But I just remember her always told me how in Westerns, they always had like a good guy and a bad guy. And they, mm-hmm. like the good guy always wore a white hat. Mm. And then the bad guy had like, I think a black hat. I hope, I think that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I didn't ever really watch them, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that I remember somewhat when my dad that's watched. Pretty some typical of them, depiction of good and evil. Right. And, and in movies, it's like, there's the light side, dark side or whatever. Yep. And, Star Wars and so they, but they do a good job usually at depicting who the like enemy, I guess, kind of is. But in thriller movies, which I can do some of those, but if I hate, I hate like, oh my gosh, I know, I know it's coming, like they're gonna scare me, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm, and I am the person that is gonna scream in the, I don't <laughs> like watching those in the theater because I am literally gonna scream a little bit. Yeah. And that, that's just a little embarrassing and I don't wanna disrupt everybody, you know. Right. It's like, quiet children and people who scream to the back. So those are the movies that, you know, kind of really, I guess would, you would say like scarred me mm. more because you can see how easily we're, we're more deceived, like in a thriller type movie where you're thinking, Oh, this person is the good guy. And then all of a sudden that plot twist and it's like, it's the bad guy. Yep. Kind of like, I think you were talking about, we were talking about this earlier, the, Jeffrey Dahmer guy, because it's kind of like you can bring oh, that Ted to Bundy. real. Or, yeah, I always get those confused. Yeah, because Ted Bundy was a suave young man, and yeah, it was he would, like, date people. women and then, you they know, just, kill like, them. They would just, like, think he was this good guy, and yeah. it's like, that's that's the scary part that I think that's why it can be scarring, because you think mm-hmm. that can really happen to us in real life, that we can be so easily deceived. Yeah. Because... There is the one that is the true deceiver. Yes. That is our, that is the true enemy is the devil. Yes. And, you know, first Peter five, eight, that you have that. Yes. First Peter five, eight says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And, you know, he doesn't, doesn't always look like how we would maybe think that he looks like. And I mean, you know, like there's so many movies out there that depicted or depicts how Satan mm-hmm. looks. I mean, we only can know from scripture really how yeah. Satan truly looked. 
Um, and there's not a whole lot really yeah. information on really how, and we even like the serpent and you know, we, after the fall, we have them looking like a snake, a snake, mm-hmm. but we don't really, I mean, we don't really know for sure exactly what he can look like. But when you go to Genesis, it says that he was crafty. He was subtle. He clearly wasn't scary because Eve wasn't like, oh, you know, <laughs> don't talk to me. Yeah. You're get away scary. from me. You yeah. know? Um, and, and her husband, the man was right there with, with her. And so he didn't like shoo him away. You yeah. Know? He's like, not trying away. to protect his wife. Right. Like get away from her. And the Bible says that she was deceived, but he was not. Yeah. And so we can see that obviously he's like, he says, he's like a, a, a roaring, I can't say that word, roaring. Close enough. <laughs> What'd she just say? <laughs> a roaring lion seeking you know, he's going about seeking whom he can devour. And, you know, I love picture because, you know, I love a picture and the Hebrew word. Oh, Hebrew. yes. This is becoming a weekly special of you saying, you know, I love a picture. I do because I'm a picture <laughs> learner. That's why I love the Hebrew language because it yes, is a picture. And, is. you know, these guys were Jews and they knew the Hebrew and that and Jesus <laughs> taught using pictures. Yes. And when I went to South Africa, it's like God really showed me a picture of lions and how they are. We went our last day you go, they take you on a safari to kind of let you decompress before you go back after you've been there a while. (laughs) Decompress. Decompress for some people. But for me, because it's like, okay, you're not going to the zoo where there's cages in between these animals. (laughs) And they're like telling you, giving you instructions. You got to be really quiet. You know, I'm not like the quietest person. You're like, if an elephant's come up, you just got to sit there and be real still and let them smell you with their trunk, which is kind of wild. But of course, all the guys, they want to see lions. And I'm just thinking, I don't want to see no lion. You know, I don't want to be dinner because thinking I'm not going to be out to outrun. Yeah, any she doesn't want to of- see Winnie the Pooh, no. let alone a lion. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so... I'm like immediately see the guy that's driving. Oh, he's got the gun. Okay. I'm sitting by, I'm sitting right behind him. He's going to be the guy to sit behind because if the lot, if it comes, he's got the gun. Right. And so he's going to be the protector. Oh, you're sitting there and you're looking very diligently, like it says, because it's getting kind of dusk. And that's when they said the lines come out because it's when they're looking for their Pray. It's dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, and it was so kind of eerie because you could hear these mm. lions yeah. growling, Ooh. but you couldn't see them. And it's just like any second you felt like they were just going to pounce, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, uh, but you know, it is such a picture that you, you know, we have to be very diligent and sober because, mm-hmm. you know, our enemy is like that lion who he's on the prowl seeking yes. who he can devour. devour. Well, you know, thankfully I didn't become spoiler alert decoy. She's still here and dinner at that the safari, <laughs> but I got to leave and I was safe and secure behind the guy with the gun. He didn't yep. have to pull it out or anything. We just heard the lions. We didn't see him. Yeah. We didn't have to see him or stare him down. Yeah. And I like Ephesians 6. It also talks about the enemy and having the whole armor of God as our defense. If you, I think it's Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and, as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance in making supplication for all the saints. And I love that because if you read that and highlight in your Bible, I do that a lot because mm-hmm. there's like some key repeated, repeated phrases to stand, stand, like several times standing, you know, I mean, it's a lot of you're just standing firm, really. In yeah, your, and being ready, and being, being alert. Yes, mm-hmm. and praying and making supplication, pray. I mean, there's a lot of praying going on there. Yeah. So those are just like actions that we're called to do as Christians. I think a lot of times we think we're just supposed to cower in fear against a, a, a fight. Yeah. But no, we're to contend for the faith and we're to, we're to go out. We're, we're like the front line out there. I mean, I'm not saying like it's, it's more of a spiritual picture. We're not like going yes. to war per se, but it's a spiritual war. It's a yes. spiritual battle. And our greatest weapon is prayer, you know, going to God in prayer and asking him. He's our ever present help in times of trouble. And I like that where Paul says, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. I had sat behind the guy with the gun, like a shield to defend me against the lion. Casey had attacked. And, um, you know, Jesus is our shield and buckler. Um, he's our defender, our refuge, and our ever-present help in times of trouble. Um, you know, Dad was gone all last weekend serving on the walk to Emmaus. And I hate to be alone. Um, I'm aware. <laughs> I know you're aware. <laughs> I don't know. Some people, they're okay by themselves. They like to have that their alone time. I don't know. I'm, I'm alone. It's nice to meet you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, I guess I'm alone a lot during the day. So I, I like to, I'm a people person. I'd from the womb, I had a roommate, you know, yep. twin. So I've always had someone. I've never mm-hmm. lived alone. I've never, I mean, I went to college, had roommates, then moved out and lived with my aunt and uncle and then met dad and we were together and then got married. <laughs> and no, we lived in sin, but we didn't know the Lord yet, BC. But before we, Christ. Yes, before Christ. Yep. And then we got married. And so I never really. Was and then you got alone. pregnant. Then I got pregnant. And so even when dad deployed, you know, I had you. So yep. always had someone. And so a lot of fear can just set in. And I know that the enemy can use that. And oh, that yeah. He knows things about us. And he likes to use, that's just a weapon that he can use against us. It's a flaming dart. Yeah, it is. And I know that as we, this, this podcast is new territory for us. And yep. we're getting the word out and presenting the gospel. And it's new ground that we want to, we want to take for Christ. And so, of course, we're going to get attacked and there Mm -hmm. is spiritual warfare that happens. And so we do ask y'all to to keep us in your prayers. We need your prayers. And, you know, we pray, we pray for y'all, even the, even if we don't know you, you're, we pray for those that, that we don't know who listens, but we still lift them up to to the, we lift you up to the Lord. So when dad was gone, I would hear a noise. I would think, well, who's going to go out and check that for me? You know, I have a shotgun. 
but I would rather stand behind someone with a gun because you know me, I'm not the best shot. I like to close my eyes. Yes. I remember the last time we went to a gun shooting, you did close your eyes. That's pretty much why I have a shotgun because you don't have to have your eyes open. You can just point, shoot. You're good. But it's probably the most Texas conversation. (laughs) But I just, and I don't even know if I'd want to, I just do think about that. Would I I really want to use it? But if I had to, I guess I would, but I just thought about that. You know, who can I, I stand behind? And so when I'm home alone, I have to go, I have to go to the scriptures because that's where my source of hope and life and, and to get that anxiety and that fear drawn away. Cause that is, you know, the sword of the spirit is, Mm -hmm. is the battle We're just to use the sword of spirit. And so Psalm 91, one through four, just verses, this is like kind of my life prayer versus whenever I'm afraid. And even like when Elizabeth was a kid going to school. And then even when she went off to college, just verses I would pray over her. And when I would be afraid, like, oh, you know, because I'm not really in control of her life, God is, and she'd have to drive and I wouldn't be there. This is just the verses that I would go to. You have those. Psalm 91, one through four. Yes. He who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress my God, in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. Mm, I love that. Um, that whole pic. I mean, you know, it's a picture. Mm-hmm. Once again, you know how much I love pictures. But it is, I mean, just as we abide, there's that abide again, we have to abide in the Lord and he becomes that, that shelter to us. And, and Psalm 1830, it says, as for God, his way is blameless. Mm. The word of the Lord is tried. He's a shield to all who take refuge in him. And I just had found this, that Charles Spurgeon um, had said about Psalm 1830. And I just, I really loved it. He said, the word of the Lord is tried like silver refined in the furnace. The doctrines are glorious. The precepts are pure. The promises are faithful. And the whole revelation is superb. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? Super- what is that? Superlatively. Thank you, teacher. Mm superlatively or close enough what she just said (laughs) (laughs) full of grace and truth david had tried it thousands have tried it we have tried it and it has never failed it was met it was meat that when uh, do you want me to read it okay it was meat it was meat that when way and word had been extolled the lord himself should be magnified Hence it is added, he is a buckler to all those that trust in him. No armor of proof or shield of brass as so well secures the warrior as the covenant God of Israel protects his warring people. He himself is the buckler of trustful ones. What a thought is this. What peace may every trusting soul enjoy? Mm, I love that. That is good. That is real good. He's he's a good commentator, preacher. Yeah. Now it's time for today's what she just say. Quote of the day. (laughs) Today's what she just say quote of the day comes from Mary, the mother of Jesus. And yeah, I really love studying about the women of the Bible. They're always good to 
look up and do studies on them mm-hmm. as well because their lives are very impactful. But it comes from John 2, and this is when he did the wedding in Cana where he turns the water into wine. And so uh-huh. she's talking to the servants to get the water. Um, and so she says in John 2, 5, his mother saith unto the servants, whatsoever, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And I love that because that's really any of us who are his servants, whatever yep. Jesus says for us to do, we are to do it. And that's obedience. Obedience is immediate to just do it. Sure is. So just do it. Whatever he says to do, do it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to What'd She Just Say? We hope you enjoyed our show. Join us next Wednesday as we finish up our discussion about which movie scarred us for life. Make sure you follow our Instagram at What'd She Just Say or Twitter at underscore What'd She Say. And for any topic ideas or questions you'd like for us to answer, please message our Facebook page. What'd She Just Say? Thanks again. You are loved. We'll see you next time. 